All right, everybody, welcome back in. It's the Robin Stew Show. Big week this week. Coming up later in the week, Pegasus Preview. We got Mike Maloney. We got Craig Mulkowski. It's coming your way. But first, we got a big week in football to recap. And nobody better than our lovely, uh, what would you say, Rob? He's a quiet, shy bobcat. Yeah, you almost don't even, yeah, he's like, he's like a church mouse, you know? You don't, yeah, even, you don't even hear him. Yeah, you don't even hear him. Bobcat, how are you, Big Sexy? I'm doing great. I just want everybody to know, us Bobcats, we still purr like house cats. And your mom yeah. doesn't mind it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have to give Bobcat credit. Um, there was a couple people on Twitter who really believed in Hertz. One guy, Berto, I always go back and forth with. A guy, Tom, I had on the show. They were big Hertz guys. He had his section of the fan base. But Bobcat, one of the first times I got on Hertz for his arm, Bobcat, like, chewed me out and was like, just shut just shut up. Just shut up. Uh, Hertz is going to be fine and everything. I, I got to give Bobcat his due. He's, he told me last year I was wrong. And uh, so far this year, he's right. Her, I, to- her. I told you he's going to take you to a Super Bowl. I'm not going to disagree. We got another week. But – you know, San Francisco, tough team, good defense. Oh, it's going to be a big matchup. This is going to be the big best matchup. defense they have seen. I mean, Fred Warner, I'll get into it later. Fred Warner scares the shit out of me. I mean, he's – San Francisco's defense phenomenal. I'm not going to act like it's not. But I got to say something, though. I got to say something. Yeah. Both things can be fucking true. Jalen Hurts is an Alabama guy and an Oklahoma guy. He wore – people forget in fair – excuse me, Mobile, Alabama, he wore a – helmet that had half Oklahoma, half Alabama, right? He can be both, and he can be the first Alabama quarterback since who the fuck knows in our lifetime to win a playoff game in the NFL. I think both things are true. I'm tired of seeing that shit on Twitter where it's like, Jalen Hurts is an Oklahoma quarterback. Jalen Hurts is an Alabama quarterback. He's both, man. He went 26-2 in Alabama. He led Alabama to two consecutive national championship games, right? I mean, he was undefeated. As a true freshman, he came well, what back. What was your room. original thoughts on him when he first came in, started? Let's get a little backstory here on Hertz. So I can't remember what year this was, but I remember in the early days of Twitter, or maybe it was Facebook, this video circulated of Jalen Hurts squatting, like as a freshman when he had his dreads and shit. Um, and I was like, who the fuck is this motherfucker? Like, surely this motherfucker is not going to start for us. Like we don't have quarterbacks at Alabama. Um, and then Jalen hurts comes in, man. And it, when I watched him in the, I think it was the spring game or it might've been first game of the year. Was it Virginia tech or USC? I, could, I cannot remember. Or maybe the Louisville. who knows? It's been so long ago, but I remember the first time I watched him scramble and he just looked like a fucking gazelle effortless, like just effortless. Like when you when like Mac Jones, uh, is a, whoo, yeah. that's a semi truck but it's a semi truck on the new jersey turnpike at one of those toll booths really hard to get up to speed so blah, 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 blah. but <laughs> jalen hurts is like when you're driving down a country road on a cool summer night and this young six point buck runs from left to right across the road in front of you you don't even have to tap on your brakes you just let off the gas you're not going to hit him 
this young buck is just he's like floating scooting across the air that's what Jalen uh reminded me of when I first saw him and then when I when I saw his arm strength I was like okay he's you know he's got a better better arm than Tim Tebow just as about as accurate as Tim Tebow um, but I knew that that year we had unbelievable recruits. That was the year you had Devontae Smith, you had Jerry Judy, you had Jalen Waddle. I mean, you had so many studs at wide receiver, <laughs> and the offensive line was just goaded. Um, I knew that Jalen Hurts was going to do great things. And, you know, sure enough, he did fantastic, great things, man. Um, but yeah, I've always his been development has been wild to see because last year he just couldn't make throw. I mean, he can make certain throws, but not the ones he's making this year. Now, listen, I, I'll be the first to tell you. I mean, a guy like AJ Brown opens it up, no doubt about it. But his development as a thrower is what's really surprised me. I don't even think it's development, Rob, other than it's another year in the league and it, the game is really it's slowed down for him. Like this motherfucker is doing pump fakes and checking dudes down and eyeing down safeties and throwing oppo field. And that's shit you could have never seen. Like Jalen Hurst did that shit, you know, his third year at Alabama, like when he came in, uh, when Tua was kind of injured playing in the SEC championship game against Georgia, where Georgia was up like 14, 17 points. And Jalen Hurts came back to the Superman, Cam Newton Superman on him. Uh, I mean, he was slicing and dicing. Shit you've never seen out of Jalen Hurts. It's just the game slowed down for him. When he was at Oklahoma, finished that close to winning a Heisman, the game was slower for him. And now, you know, what is it, year three, year four, game slowed down for Jalen. Yeah, and really, year I, three, yeah. Yeah, I knew that that would happen. It's just don't fumble the bag, Philly. Like, don't Lamar Jackson, my dude. You just need to go ahead and get him paid. <laughs> at the end of next year, if he stays healthy, get him paid. That's your franchise guy. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, whichever one you want to stick with. If you want to draft some people coming up. I mean, the Eagles are set, man. Like, the O-line looks nasty. Yeah, I know Kelsey's going to leave, retire soon. But, like, the O-line looks nasty. The front seven, probably the most dominant front seven in the NFL right now. Um, yeah, well, it's the rotation that really helps, too. You can keep guys fresh. Like Jim Schwartz always used to say, our old defensive coordinator, you want a defensive line like relievers in baseball that you could just bring in and throw them 100 miles an hour, take them back out. That, that's the biggest thing with the Eagles. Who's the, who's the fucking dude that's the Tasmanian devil? Number seven. What's his name? Hassan Reddick. Oh, Hassan Reddick. <sighs> Motherfucker. Oh hey, you know God. where he played college ball at, too? I, yes, I know where he played. Don't. Where did he, he play? Hassan Reddick? Yes. Wasn't he at Michigan? No. No, yeah. that's horrible. That's horrible. He played his home games in the link. Oh, did he really? Played yes. for Temple. Yeah, he had no wow. offers. Michigan. Wow. My God. Hey, my bad. We do have a Michigan man on the line, Brandon Graham, Super Bowl hero. But, yeah, no. no he, I'll, Reddick, I'll, uh, I'll never Reddick forget. He, he killed one of my teammates. He powerbombed him. Yeah, Stu played against Brandon Graham. He played two plays, powerbombed a kid, and then went to kicking. He was the kicker for Cass Tech the rest of the game. After he played one series and said, I'm kicking the rest of the game. <laughs> Jesus. Knocked that man to kick him. Um, but no, Hassan Reddick is a fucking animal. He, yeah, he had Evan Neal. I, I tell you, Saturday, I mean, I was always a little nervous going into the game, as I always am, but 
man, I tell you what, he absolutely Evan Neal had no prayer. It was, the me, game was over after the first quarter. I'm gonna I'm gonna Jalen Hurts another guy here. Evan Neal, the fucking offensive tackle for the New York Giants, played at Alabama. One of the he is a freak of nature. He's the dude that jumps up on like a 40 inch those boxes, those polyometric boxes. He's no Landon split. Dickerson, though. That's but sure. no, I'm telling you, Evan Neal, when the game slows down to him in about a year or two, he is going to be a monster. And he's 6'7", 351 pounds, and moves like he's 251 pounds. He's still faster than Stu. He's faster than me, and I'm 225. Okay, and he's 351. All right, so Evan Neal, just seeing what Hassan Reddick did to that guy, just seeing what the Eagles did to the Giants. I mean, Lord have mercy. Saquon Barkley, that spent that feature. I know you were at the game, Rob, but they did like this whole like underdog feature on Saquon and his injuries and how this is his year and how Daniel Jones is better than Patrick. Oh, Holmes. shove it right up there. And it was it was just stand. it was just like the, the TCU special that they did before Georgia went out there and fucking annihilated them 65 to 7. 38 to 7 is basically the same as 65 to 7. And come on with the Daniel Jones hype, please. He's 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 a dollar store Alex Smith. Come on now. He is the horrible pick to Bradbury. They're kissing his ass on the radio. He was terrible in the game. He is not him. That's what I'll say. He is not. I think he's decent, but I don't think he's anything to write home about. Bradbury plays out of position. He's a slot corner. I remember though. He's a he's a zone cover. He can't man to man, but he's good in the zone. I remember six six weeks ago, I was talking shit about Eagles can't stop the fucking run. The Eagles, man, they just can't stop the fucking run. I think in the first half, I think New York had twenty one rushing yards. Well, they also went out and they got you know they got Limbaugh Joseph before the trade deadline. They yeah, they got Sue. Yeah, Jordan Davis is finally starting to really come along here. He's gotten healthy. As long as you have six oxygen oxygen tanks on the side. Yeah, yeah. they got to get his (laughs) conditioning right. That's, you know, that's the main thing with him. But had some nice snaps the other night. But listen, it's going to be, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. Sunday's going to be, it's going to be a war. I mean, we got to talk that game on the other half. Let's get to the other games, though. Uh, Earlier game on Saturday, Chiefs, Jags. Jags get a nice backdoor cover. Uh, hate to see that happen. Mahomes goes down. Bobcat, what's your take on the Chiefs right now? So <laughs> I love the Chiefs. Like, I, th- I think the Chiefs are – I mean, Andy Reid never can't count Andy Reid out, never count Patrick Mahomes out. I, Kelsey with that monster game. Uh, I'm selfish here. I, I like the Chiefs. I would play the Chiefs if I was a betting man, which I am. We we however, still gotta preview the game. However, what? Well, I'm pre I'm previewing the game. What? Okay. Sorry. Back to the Chiefs. I the Chiefs to me, they just feel like they're just they're prima donnas, man. I I didn't like what I saw out of them. Uh, but I'm biased because I really want Jalen Hurts versus Joe Burrow so I can get a 2019 rematch, LSU, <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, I, I outside of Travis Kelsey, I mean, the Chiefs didn't look spectacular 
what what's Patrick Mahomes' ankle look like? I haven't seen an update to his MRI. I don't know if you guys have. Um, but you could see that was two different teams from the moment he was injured and after. However, <laughs> I just think that there was just too many errors where, you know, it's the Chiefs, so you, you better capitalize on the Chiefs, big dog. And it just didn't happen. Bobby, but I'm not, I'm not impressed. Bobby, my boy, what was your takeaway on the Jags? The Jags look like they were never out of the game, just, you know. Some, well, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, when, when I got to the casino for the second quarter, um, I was probably about four or five Miller Lights deep. Oh. Um, I had taken a nap. My wife was laughing hysterical. We were eating downstairs in the hotel Saturday, and then uh, I had a couple of drinks. And usually I'll eat like half a cheesesteak, but I don't know for some reason I ate the whole thing. And at 38 years old, I told my wife and I told my wife and my wife's cousin, I'm like, listen, uh, when we go back upstairs, I'm gonna have to take about a 45 minute nap. <laughs> I'm so full. So I took a nap, woke up, I was ready. We head over for the pregame. You know, I had about. 10, 12 vodka sodas and some more beers. So, you know, I, I was pretty lubed up watching that uh, Jaguars game. But now w- when Mahomes went down there, I- I'll be honest with you, people at the book were racing over to bet Jacksonville on the money line. And knowing Andy Reid, I mean, this is a guy who played Donovan McNabb on a broken ankle against the Cardinals for four quarters. Didn't care. <laughs> Left him out. Threw four t- touchdown passes. But still, I digress. Um I knew Mahomes will come back into the game, but I think Bobcat is right. Kansas City, and especially without Tyree Kill, they're such a finesse team. You know, they really are. They're almost like a little bit, uh, you know, I think Pachanko brings a little toughness to him, obviously. A Jersey guy, he runs the ball well. Um, But I think Bobcat's right. They're a little bit more of a finesse team. You know, Cincinnati, to me, though, you know, well, okay, I don't want to get into the preview to piss Stu off. We'll, we'll do that a little bit later on. But he gets he gets flustered. Jackson, he gets though, flustered. Well, well, we're talking the recaps, and you're like, yeah, no, I know. I, know. I don't it's like the fault. Chiefs. This I, I thought well, Jacksonville. Okay. I thought Jacksonville in the game really had a chance to get back in there towards the you know end of the first half. But I don't know. It just felt like the Jaguars. It, it almost felt like a horse race too, where you know the three to five shots on the front and the seven eight to one shots coming up. But he's just never going to get there, you know. He, he's, he's just never going to pass. Yeah, yeah. He's just never going to get by him. If you listen to Twitter, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, was at the game, and Twitter said that's the reason Trevor Lawrence lost his first Saturday game ever. And if you look at the stat line, three hundred forty-nine total yards for the Jags, three hundred sixty-two total yards for the Chiefs. You look at yards per play, 5.8 yards per play for the Jags, 5.4 for the Chiefs. The Jags had like, what, 10 wins? They're like 10 and 9, and the Chiefs are 15 and 3. Weak-ass fucking division. Period. That's a weak-ass. They play, like, who's their biggest competition? Is it the fucking Raiders? Is it the fucking Broncos? It, who, I mean, who is it? Not for real, like, who is it? I'm not I'm not selling the Chiefs. Right. Fuck, fuck the Chiefs. Yeah, San I, Diego, I guess. Oh no, they're not San Diego. L.A. I guess. L.A. Yeah, yeah. we well, saw what Herbert Diego. happened to Herbert. Jacksonville diced them up. Let's go to who the Chiefs are playing this weekend. Bengals 
throttle the Bills, and, and the Bengals just dominated. Each. Stu, take a bow, man. You had this pick on the previous oh, show. You were 100% right. I loved it. Um, take a whiff, big dog. Take a whiff. Yeah, no. Take it, a lap, Stu. Take a lap. Victory and, lap. And, Let's go. and really, it just boils down to the Bills' defense is a fraud. I fraud think we all saw that. Without Von and, Miller. Without Von and, Miller, fraud. And then on top of that, I don't Josh Allen, he's improved his his accuracy. He's done better, and he's proved the naysayers wrong. But still, that that offense is not right. That offense. Let me tell you is- something. I, I Josh Allen the other day reminded me of Randall Cunningham when he was on the Eagles. It was just like, okay, go out and make three or four plays. You know, just do it by yourself. Make three or four plays. You know, yeah, they, they, you know, they got digs out there, but like their offensive line stinks. They have absolutely no run game. Knox is a really good tight end. Well, the, you know, the Bills, uh, Mike Lombardi had a great quote today. He goes, uh, it, you know, can you sum up what the Bills offense is in five words? And it's literally Josh Allen make a play. Yeah, that's all it is. It's not It's not good. You, you're not going to win doing that. And in the line, they just got destroyed. And, and that's a backup Bengals O-line. And a D-line that's not, I mean, outside of Hendrickson, I, I mean, do you really fear anybody on that Bengals D-line? But the Bengals have really played good since Halloween. I don't think yes. they've lost since October. I don't think they have lost. not. They have not. They're, they're on like, fire. I mean, they, they really got it. You know, their defense to me is playing a lot better than last year, and that line's just a little bit better. And that old line was horrific last year. And Burrow's a killer, man. Burrow's got that big game to him. That he doesn't. Bobcat, you remember when Burrow was coming out? I said he's a stud, superstar. Yeah, he's he is. And him. you didn't you didn't like that take? I didn't. No, I didn't like that take because I knew that he was going to end up with the Bengals. I didn't realize that the Bengals were going to draft the subsequent classes. I thought the so whenever like when he was drafted by the Bengals, you have to realize that like they were just a cunt hair above the the Browns in Ohio, right? And like the Bengals were always just a ragdoll for the Steelers. Like the Bengals had the Bengals were not it, man. It's like when I said Tua was being drafted by when I saw Tua was being drafted by Miami, I said, hey, Tua's never going to succeed there. I was wrong. Like Tua put up amazing numbers as long as he doesn't get hurt. Uh, he needs to retire, but. Nonetheless, but I think Josh Allen is Kirk Cousins, like with less accuracy than Kirk Cousins. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, he he reminds me of Big Ben Roethlisberger, the way he plays. Yeah, Bounces but like around, we'll make a play here or there. Old I, mean, ben. I think, I yeah, I but I think Old Ben was was afforded the luxury of playing in the early two thousands, where a scrambling, hard running quarterback. I think Cam Newton really blew the lid off of that where I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think Josh Allen will be out of the league by 2027. He'll retire. He'll be injured or retire. I'm telling you, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, I mean, he's, he's another Russell Wilson. He's a tall Russell Wilson and he is Kirk Cousins. He, I mean, I know, man, like he's Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson. And what else? He's Russell Wilson. No, I, you said he's Big Ben. I think he's a Kurt, He's a taller Kirk Cousins. Or excuse me, he's a taller uh, Russell Wilson, and he's a more accurate Kirk Cousins, which doesn't say much because Kirk Cousins is about as accurate as Alan Studer. How dare you? Wow. How dare you? 
Hey, go we will green. not tolerate any go Spartan green. bashing. Go white. Yeah, uh, but like I just I I I thought I I listened to Stu. I thought Joey Joe Burrow is the hardest motherfucker in the league. I sent y'all that text. He's the coldest. He's the hardest. That motherfucker said, "Better fucking send out those refunds, bitch." Like yeah. I know y'all thought y'all were going to Phoenix or Glendale, but so, some are those- saying. Some are saying best quarterback to ever come out of the SEC. Your thoughts? And I would agree. Right now, I'd agree. 100%. Who's better? I hate to see that. Name a quarterback that's better. Joe Namath. In the NFL. <laughs> Bullshit. Okay, so Joe Namath's body of work versus Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow will Noah Vedral. Oh, good point. Good point. Bobcat, your thoughts. Noah Vedral, Joe Burrows. Go. Joe, Joe Burrow right now as, let's just say, what is he, 24 years old? I mean, Joe Burrow, and he's playing in his home state of Ohio. Like, he's so beloved. Like, all he needs is a Super Bowl, maybe two. A motherfucker goes down in, like, Ohio folk- folklore. Like, Think this about guy- how fucking stupid Urban Meyer is that this kid <laughs> couldn't start at Ohio State. What an absolute loser. Well, he, it, look, it, it, in is. Urban's defense, Joe was only a three-star prospect. So. It, well, let's just think about Coach O. Coach, we don't run the football. Oh, recruited Joe Joey Burrow with a E A U X Burrow, and motherfucker ends up smoking a cigar in the locker room with his knees with his fucking leg fucking folded over, just fucking leaned back in a fucking casting couch, right? Just fucking blowing a fucking stogie. Uh, Joe Burrow, just for that alone. Just for his comments, and then you saw Patrick Mahomes tweet out like the, the clock emoji. Like Joe Burrow's gonna fucking slaughter Patrick Mahomes. We're gonna get into that later, but that tweet's gonna come back and bite Patrick Mahomes in the fucking ass. And I mean, I cannot wait. I cannot fucking wait for an Eagles, Bengals, East Coast showdown. Like that is a fucking showdown in Glendale that I will. I'm telling you right now, we've got a we've got a surprise for the fucking listeners. We are gonna I'm gonna come up with bets with all scenarios of the Super Bowl. Anytime touchdown scores, we're gonna spin a wheel next week, and I'm gonna bet a thousand dollars on an anytime TD scorer parlay. I'm gonna do a fucking parlay. I'm gonna spin the wheel, whatever it lands on, anytime TD on that person. And then I'm going to add two more to it and bet a thousand fucking dollars in the Super Bowl. Y'all heard it here first. But with midget strippers coming up next on the road. <laughs> if, if I win the bet at the at the annual crawfish meal, we will have midget wrestlers in a oh. fucking in a Let's fucking go. castle. I will if I win the fucking bet. If I place a thousand dollar three person anytime TD parlay and I win that bet. That's probably a return of like 40 grand. We're going to have a fucking bounce castle with Velcro and midgets that we can throw at the Velcro. (laughs) And it's going to be Jordan Belfort joining us here for a big, big show today. Big show, yeah. I mean, where else are you going to get this kind of content? (laughs) At my crawfish bowl, April April 22nd. Some people know it as Earth Day. I know it as the annual. The fourth annual Bobcats Crawfish Ball, B-A-W-L, Ball, where we're getting them live, shipped in overnight from Louisiana, and they're going to be purged, 
They're gonna be fucking cooked. This, this, this is I, I I can't wait for a North Jersey guy like my I, not North Jersey, but it, a Jersey guy like myself to go down to this hillbilly's house in Virginia. Have you ever had a crawfish? Yeah, I I I, I can't wait for this one. Have you ever eaten a crawfish? Never. You've never okay. All right. Well, you gotta suck the head. Listeners will agree. You gotta that's suck what she the said. head. Yes. You got that's where all the spices are, man. It's in the brains. You gotta suck the brains out that motherfucker. You're gonna love it, Rob. You bring your wife, you have a great time. Rob, the only problem is, is well, hold on. If there's, gonna, if there's if there's gonna be midget strippers, the wife is staying home. You know, I said wrestlers. We're not having midget strippers. We're having oh, wrestlers. okay. This is this is taking it back to the early nineties. Tell, tell Courtney childhood. she can throw one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. JC Shelton will be in the house. Shout out to the Pulse Sports Network. Pulse Sports Network. Shout Sign out. Now. He's gonna be in the house. We might live stream it if we win this fucking bet. We're definitely going to live stream my reaction of me losing this bet. But nonetheless, I think this is a this is a Bengals Eagles Super Bowl, and we'll leave we'll leave that for the upcoming analyses. All right, last game: e, uh, Niners Cowboys. Awful, Rob. I I know you just you hate to see it. The Cowboys finished the game off with something out of a seventh grade uh, junior high game. Um, it really that that game all turned when Tony Pollard got injured. I mean that that Cowboys offense, which was struggling, just went into a ditch. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, I just think San Francisco too. Their defense is that good, but really, I thought Dallas outplayed them in the game. Prescott cost them the game. I mean, if I'm a Cowboys fan today, I'm outraged with can we, Prescott. Can we talk about horrible. Dak Prescott not being an elite quarterback? Can we talk about horrible. that yet? He had a terrible game. The ball, I mean, even the ball's out in the flat high and, you know, staring down CD the whole game. I mean, just absolutely atrocious. Those two turnovers cost them the game. I mean, if I'm a Dallas fan, I'm pissed this morning. I mean, Jesus Christ. $40 million quarterback, you, you have to make those plays in that kind of game. Listen, this is why these guys get paid. This is why you draft them. I mean, this is every everything was there for him in that game. I, I And I'm not even – when I was – years ago, I would hate on Prescott and say he's not that good. I mean, I don't think the guy's a bad quarterback. I think he's good, but what the fuck was that, man? It was terrible yesterday. Rob, were you – honestly, were you rooting for the Cowboys because you wanted to see him play the Eagles? Because I'll tell you what – I. I was sitting there, if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm hoping the Cowboys win. You know what? Not really. I'm never the, one of those kind of guys that uh, roots for teams because I feel like anytime you root for something, then it comes back to bite you in the ass. Now, listen, you know, would you like to play them without Pollard? Yes. But then again, they know you very well, you know, and they can move the ball on us. They have before with CDs killed us. Um, so I, I think playing in division games in the playoffs, I never really like them. Um, you know, obviously, maybe are they a little less talented than San Francisco? Probably. But listen, you're, you're going to get, a, you know, the last pick in the draft. Uh, I mean, at, at quarterback Sunday for San Francisco. Now, he's been OK. Um, I didn't think he was good yesterday, really. Uh, just made a couple of small passes. I mean, didn't have the huge interception during the game, which didn't kill San Francisco. But I mean, you know, uh, Prescott does too have a tendency too to get hot against us for some reason. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, I, I just thought Dak was atrocious yesterday during that game. And what is McCarthy doing kicking that field goal? And then he doesn't go for it on the fourth and ten. What the hell are you doing? It's pretty brutal. Atrocious. Bobcat. Would they fire him and hire Sean Payton? That, that'll be the interesting thing. After a game like that. They won't. They will not. Sean Payton and Jerry do not get along at all whatsoever. Sean Payton will be in Denver before he's anywhere else. Not to mention, I don't think the Cowboys have enough draft capital to get Sean Payton. But they do, they do have linebackers like Micah Parsons that I hear will take a bound. And I hear you got to watch out for in the shower, allegedly. Allegedly. Let's, let's take a quick break. Uh, Shout out to the Pulse Sports Network. Listen to those guys. Check us out on YouTube uh, and on the Twitter machine at the Pulse underscore SN. We're going to take a quick break and come back with our preview of Conference Championship Weekend right after this. Back with the Bobcat and Rob here on the Robin Stew Show Conference Championship Weekend. We'll start in the AFC, not as good as the NFC because the Eagles aren't in the AFC. Chiefs open up as a two and a half point favorite. It is now Bengals one point favorite. Uh, Bobcat, you kind of alluded to this. I mean, but that line movement's got to tell you something. Can I, can I say something you mentioned live on YouTube's Paul Sports Network? Are we going to do a Bobcat face reveal? Are people yes, going to get to yes. see my fucking lovely face? Well, probably, probably for college football season, I would Public imagine. service announcement. Do not let your wife shoulder surf. She will fucking leave you. Okay? Now, back to the uh, – we're talking AFC. I don't like the line at all. I watched it move from two and a half to now one, one and a half, depending on what sports book you use. I don't fucking like it. It's a fucking pick them. If you pick them, you know you got to pick Joey B. Cold as fucking ice. Ice in his fucking veins. Played in a fucking snow game in Buffalo and just fucking destroyed those dudes. Like, I'm convinced if we didn't have the DeMar Hamlin injury, which was awful, that Cincinnati, I would have covered my bet. Remember my bet that I had that game? Yes. I would have covered that motherfucker. In one four thousand dollars. Nonetheless, Patrick Mahomes decided to tweet out an alarm clock emoji, you know, signifying that it's time for this rematch. Joe Burrow, he's witty. He's the most witty guy. I'd, I'd love to have him on the podcast because he just—he's just so fucking witty. He's so good. He could—I mean, he's got content for days. He's plotting. He's writing down in his fucking skillcraft notebook everything to come back with. Um, I think that, you know, the injury to Patrick Mahomes, you're going to have to, you're going to have to spy him. You have to spy him. But with the injury, you could probably drop that guy back into man coverage or into zone coverage and be okay. That middle linebacker, that outside linebacker that's spying. Man, I like the Bengals here. I'm actually going to reverse line it, reverse line alert to six and a half. I like the Bengals to win by seven or more points. 
I bet with Barstool. Barstool has an option, 7 to 12 points. I'm going to take the 7 to 12. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take anytime TD. Anytime TD right now. Here he goes. I got to take Jamar. I got to. Got to. I'm taking anytime TD Jamar. I'm also taking anytime TD Kittle. I think. Or excuse, not Kittle. Jesus Christ. Kelsey. Excuse me. Woo! I'm taking Kittle too. That's in the future. I'm taking Kelsey anytime TD. I think Kelsey went off last week or a couple days ago. Excuse me. Uh, I think Kelsey's just going to continue that. Kelsey is basically the best player on the Chiefs right now with an injured Patrick Mahomes. But give me the Bengals. The Bengals all day. They're going back to the Super Bowl boys from L.A. to Glendale. Rob, the Bengals won this game 27-24 in Cincinnati earlier this year. You think it, it goes the same way? It's going to be an interesting line to watch all week, right? Today you had the big swing. Right now, 82% of the money is on Cincinnati. <clears throat> You're going to get a lot of big bets, too, on the money lines in these games, especially on the dog. Um, and the big, you know, in the championship games, even the Super Bowl, the dog always gets bet heavy on the money line. You know, it's going to be, it's all comes down, obviously, to Mahomes' injury. Can he plant the foot? He obviously can't probably run side to side that well, especially with a high ankle sprain. Um, Bobcat, why don't you tell us a little bit of high ankle sprain? It, it's more lateral, right? You can't really go side to side. You can no, run so- forward. So you can run forward as long as the Achilles isn't like compromised. However, when you, so a high ankle sprain is basically a separation of the tibia and the fibula. So your front of your shin and the rear of your shin, kind of like towards the back of your calf. With a high ankle sprain, there's two procedures that can happen. The most common is what's called a tightrope procedure. That'll put you out four to eight weeks on the lower end of four to eight weeks. Tua Tungavaloa had one. Uh, at Alabama, ended up coming back from that, breaking his hip, obviously. Uh, it's not – J- uh, Jalen Waddle had one as well. The tightrope procedure, you can't do it before, obviously, an AFC championship game. However, you're going to see limited mobility laterally, side to side with the cuts. The ability to stop on a dime, change direction. That's going to be extremely difficult with a high ankle sprain. All of those muscles are going to be inflamed around it, even like the vascular system. So like you have tibial veins near your tibia, obviously. Uh, those will be inflamed. I, I don't know how well the NFL has adapted to using like cortisone injections. I know that that was kind of frowned upon for a little bit. Uh, talked about like performance enhancing drugs, pain relievers. Uh, all that stuff, but if, if with a good cortisone injection each half and at halftime, uh, the first half and at halftime, I mean, I think he's going to be fine. It's just he's not he's not going to want to run the football. Let's just put it that way. And if you sack him a couple of times, it could be it could get really bad really fast. But I mean, who from the Bengals is really a threat to come in there, play after play, and disrupt the? the pass on that offensive line. I, re- I really well, don't know. They got a good rush going against Buffalo, but I don't think Buffalo really has a good offensive line. But I'll tell you what, early in the week, based on the number, I like the Chiefs. You do realize that it's all sharps betting this number, right? 
It is. Yeah, it's all sharp. So I would reverse line it either direction if you're big boy, Rob. You got to reverse line it. You can't just play the pick them. That's what the sharps want you to do. But yeah, I, I think I mean, this... I, if, I, if I'm taking up team in this game, I'm not playing a point, two points. I'm going straight money line. I've read a stat, and I don't know how accurate it is, but it was on NBC Sports. And it was a couple of weeks ago. When the Sharps get involved like this and they drive the line so close into a pick them within three points either direction, that 41% of the time, one of the teams will win by a touchdown or more. 41% of the time. Now, use that how you will. That, yeah, it's pretty fucking wild. But when they get this sharp, razor thin like this, 41% goes either way. There is no clear delineation. Either way, a TD or more. So that's why I found that sweet spot at six and a half. Yeah, I'm all Bengals here. I, I love the Bengals this week. I think <clears throat> when you look at the line movement, that tells you a lot. But still, even that, I'm not, I'm not like over the moon. I think Chris Jones, you know, a lot of respect for him, but he was pretty much MIA in that Jags game. I think the, I think the Bengals O line is okay enough to like hold up under pressure and, and Joe Burrow's going to do what he does best and that's sling it. He's got tons of weapons and don't forget last time these two played, uh, Samaji P. Ryan had over 100 yards rushing. Uh, I think the Bengals hit the ground game, they establish it, and it opens up. Uh, I, I think you're going to see a 27 17 type game. Barbecue um, is better than chili any day of the week. Kansas City, outright. How dare you? Have Kansas you, City has trash barbecue, good, though. Yeah, it's trash barbecue. Trash it? barbecue. Oh, yeah. Awful, awful barbecue. Right. It's the th- it's the thick molasses shit. It's sweet. It's nasty. At least go to North Carolina or South Carolina and eat some real fucking vinegar based barbecue, or yeah, even go to go. Alabama and have some white sauce. Oh, I mean, like, but or Texas, uh, but like, I mean, if if barbecue is any indication, then I I guess Dallas would have fucking raked the 49ers. Fair point, Bobcat. Let's go to the main event of the day, even though it's at three thirty. The Eagles from Philadelphia hosting the 49ers. Some would say this would be a great game to sell your tickets and profit a few thousand dollars. Other would say it's a great day to slam a whole bunch of Miller lights and and uh, sit out in 30 degree weather. Vodka Robert. sodas. Yep. Vodka sodas. Vodka Robert. sodas and Heinekens I was going heavy on Saturday night, too. I Heinekens, Heinekens are basically dog piss. Thanks for that. Rob, who are, Rob, first off, before you get into the analysis, who are you going to the game with? Give, it, oh, give, us, like a, give us a full, like, like how's it going to go Sunday wake up, like, into the fucking 3.30 hour, which is, a, so, which is a fucking crime against humanity. This should be the fucking prime time. If action. Bobcat wanted to come up instead of Courtney, could he take her ticket? Not a chance. No, um, I mean, I, I don't want to come up. It's too cold for me. However, give us the fucking wake up. What are you doing as soon as you wake up outside of brushing your teeth, washing your balls? What are you doing? Yeah. Give, us, give us a run. Shaving them. Um, Saturday night, I might stay in the city. I might not. I don't know. 
I'll have to talk to the wife. She's the boss. Um, and then Sunday, we're going to a tailgate. They have a thing over at the casino. They have food. I drink. saw that on your Twitter. I saw that on your yeah, Twitter. Yeah, this whole thing that they have. So we'll be gambling, drinking, getting fired up. They got a DJ. They got everything, music there. The casino is great. And then I usually like to leave the casino about an hour and 20 minutes for game time. I might leave a little bit earlier um, to head to the stadium. It's, it's a decent walk. I'll have my cigar on the walk, have a few drinks. I get in my seats. I'm a warm-ups guy. I do like to watch warm-ups. I like to see what's going on, how the guys look, you know, just get a feel. And then, uh, listen, man, that place, I mean, Saturday night, that place was insane. Um, this week, <laughs> the championship game, I don't know. Like, I almost blacked out during the Minnesota game when we beat them at home. Like, that was just like a four-hour party. I don't think Sunday's going to be like that. I think this is going to be a grinded-out game. So I think it's going to be a little bit more intense, but uh, the feet, you know, you, you know, Bobcat, I mean, Stu too, you guys have all been to big games. I mean, there is nothing like the atmosphere in a playoff football game. I don't know, man. I mean, it, it is just, it's so intense, man. Every play, every, you know, it's just, I, I don't know, man. The feeling of it is just unbelievable. But are you just nervous? Energy. Are you nervous? Give us a rundown. Like, you know, you, I was no, I was a little nervous Saturday, obviously, because, you know, you never want to pay a division rival, especially the fucking Giants, because I hate them. You know, I work in North Jersey, New York, so I have to listen to these fuckers all the time. You know, it feels like 2007. I hate them. Uh, I probably hate Dallas a little bit more. But the Giants are right there. One on one. I fucking hate them. Um, but uh, it was just so great to just pound a rival like that into the fucking ground, into the oblivion. Um, so I was good this week. I don't know, man. I just feel like, you know, it, I, I don't know. Like they're just a really good team, man. So, it, you know, listen, it, it, it could go down in Philly fashion. <laughs> well, what are you eating? What are you eating? Give us, give us what's, what are you eating? Are you eating a fucking Italian sausage? Are you eating a Philly cheesesteak? I don't know. They're going to have food at this thing. So I'll see there. I really don't, uh, actually, I'm not like a huge eater before the game because I'm usually drinking a lot. I'm a guy after the game. I either hit Mickey D's. I'm hitting something bad. You, so you wait, 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 wait. Rob is hitting McDonald's after a game. Yeah. Do y'all not have a Waffle House? No, we don't have Waffle House. We're not hillbillies. Have you ever eaten at a Waffle House? I have. Then shut the fuck up. It's good. It's you know, when I McDonald's. went to a Waffle House in the South, I asked the lady if they had home fries, and she's like, what? What the fuck like, are home fries? That's what she's she like, said. What the fuck are, she's like looking at me. I'm like, yeah, you have home fries? She's like, no, we have hash browns. I'm like, all right, I'll take hash browns. Get it. All right, give us your ana- analysis now. This is a steal. You're, you're a lame-o. I have to, I'm a nervous eater. You and I are not the same. I'm a nervous eater. I'll eat everything. Yeah, see, no, I don't. I, I, I like to drink and, you know, get in a relaxed state, a couple of nice cigars, maybe a few bourbons. Um, no, this game, I mean, honestly, right now, from a betting perspective, I don't like the way the line looks for the Eagles. I hate when the public money is heavy and the line hasn't moved that much. It's moved a point and a half since yesterday. It opened at one. It's sitting at about two and a half. 70, 73% of the money is on the Eagles. I think you're going to see buyback on San Francisco, obviously. You know, a lot of people are going to be impressed with the way the Eagles look Saturday and 
you know, San Francisco struggled a little bit yesterday versus a better team. Um, but the matchup here is, you know, can the Eagles get the heat on uh, on Brock Purdy? My buddy Marcus is a diehard 49er fan. I was with him yesterday watching the game with our other buddy who was crying like a baby at the end, who's a diehard Cowboys fan, my buddy Rory. Um, but my buddy Marcus. Shout out Rory. Shout out Rory. Shout out Rory. My, my buddy Marcus, a 49er fan, and he was right. He said the right side of the San Francisco line is very weak. And he's like, you can get pressure on that. They were getting pressure yesterday. I think that's where the Eagles have to win this game. Stop the run. Make Purdy beat you with his arm. And, you know, it's all going to be on Hurts' arm, I think, this weekend. I don't think the Eagles are going to be able to run the ball that much on San Francisco. You know, you've seen the way they stopped the run yesterday. I mean, Bosa is a fucking animal. You know, and Lane's a little banged up. I mean, he handled Thibodeau. But listen, Thibodeau, you know, Thibodeau's a puppy dog right now. You know, jo- Joey Bosa is a fucking pit bull. Yeah, Joey Bosa. Yeah, I, I mean, Armstead's a great player. That that's San. I mean, Fred Warner. I think Fred Warner is the best linebacker in the NFL. He's phenomenal. It's going to be a tough defense. You know, so this is going to be a really a big test for Hurts in this game. And uh, listen, you know, if you can't beat Bar- Brock Purdy at home to go to the Super Bowl, you don't deserve to go. Did you see that play last night where fucking Fred Warner dropped back? Like just full fucking sprint, the first He's half breakup. He's Best insane, fucking dude, man. worth every bit of the ninety-five million dollars they gave that man. Yeah, he's insane, man. I mean, him on Goddard's going to be a good matchup too. Hopefully, in the flat. I mean, uh, it's just listen. They're they're the you know this is the two best teams in the NFC. This is what everybody wants to see. We haven't played each other all year. We're obviously the two best teams. Um, I'm pumped for this game, man. I'm actually excited. Usually, like. I think before we won a Super Bowl, I was always nervous. I wanted to throw up before every game. But, like, after we won, I was like, all right, you know, this is, this is, uh, you know, God can take me now. But, uh, no, nah, this would be all. I can't wait, man. As a fan, as a fanatical fan, I mean, what else, what else could you ask for? An NFC championship game at home? I mean, you know, let's fucking go. Bobcat, what your thoughts? You know, I'm going to, I'm going to date myself here, but I, I was telling Chrissy, my wife, that, you know, I think it was 1995. When was that, Rob? 96 when y'all played in the, I think it was a wild card game at Candlestick. And it was Jerry Rice, Steve Young. 1996, yep. They beat you like 17 or 14 nothing. 14 nothing, yep. 14 nothing. Rob, Rob's like, I fucking remember. With the great Trent when we had uh, Ty Detmer. Ty Detmer, sort of yeah. He got, didn't he get benched, though? Uh, no, nah, he was in there. Irving Fryer was our wide receiver. Oh, yeah. That Ricky was Waters? Team. Ricky Waters was on that team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I just – I think back to that, and I'm like, it's a home game at the link. And I look at Fred Warner, I don't think – Fred Warner is going to be on tight ends as much. I think he's going to be the spy. He's too fast. I think you got to put him on Jalen Hurts as a spy. I watched Jalen Hurts run the football the other day. And the, the Jalen Hurts that I know that I've watched through most of his entire adult life, he ran a little different Saturday where maybe he was protect, protecting that throwing shoulder. Uh, I really, I love the Eagles here. Don't give a fuck what the line is with the 96 wild card game with Jalen hurts. This it's destiny. It's a destiny 
It's a rematch. 2019 LSU Alabama. Got to get fucking revenge. Jalen Hurts is going to ride out with the ride out. Devonta Smith, anytime touchdown, anytime touchdown. George Kittle, anytime touchdown. Both of them getting a TD in this game. What I, a receiver I, he has turned into, Devonta Smith. Jesus. The, the fucking so slim, the slim fucking reaper, man. Who would have thought? But we're getting the Eagles, number two overall defense, number three overall offense against the 49ers, number one overall defense, number five overall offense. TBD with Brock Purdy. I don't think Brock Purdy gets much done. I think what's his what's his nuts is in his the temple guy. Come on, give me his name. Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick, the temple dude playing at home. He's probably sold out all 25 of his ticket allocations. His fam's in attendance. I'm willing to bet he's got two and a half sacks on the game. Give me the over at two and a half. Three sacks. Give it to me. I Brock Purdy, man, doesn't stand a chance. I like the Eagles here to win by 10, 10 and a half. I might even reverse line up to 13. TBD. You're it, Alan Studer. Listen here, motherfucker. You're not, <laughs> a, you're not a diehard, Stu. But guess what? When the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl on February 12th, we're going up to fucking Philadelphia. We're hanging out at the fucking casino with Rob. We're going to waste all of our fucking money, and we're going to watch the fucking game. I'm down for that. You heard it here first. And we're going to spin the fucking wheel, and we're going to Philly. With midgets, fuck- yes, and, and a party bus. All right. That's April 22nd. April 22nd, midgets. Party bus, maybe. That sounds like a plan to me. I'm all over the Eagles here. I like the Eagles. I don't think Brock Purdy can do it. Um, but it'll be interesting because I think this six-back offense that the Niners run, they can get out to the outside. I, I think I, I think if it got up to three, if the Niners – if I could find a place where the Niners were getting three, I would jump on it. That's why I'm convinced this line's going to stay at two and a half. Um, I think the Eagles win by three. That's awful, Stu. Brock Purdy, great story, though. Great story. Great, great story, story, man. What's great an even story. better story is how is Brock Purdy better than Trey Lance? That's a longer story and a better story for another time here on the Robin Stu Show. Coming up later this week, Pegasus preview with Mike Maloney, Craig Milkowski. Uh, we got horses running in circles. I mean, who's got it better than us? Uh, Bobcat, thank you for joining us. You are tune in next week for the wheel. Yes, it's the wheel of death. And we need to get a special weather report for the Super Bowl as well. So don't you don't you fucking worry, you you motherfucker, Stu. Nice drop, and bastard. If the if the Eagles are in the fucking Super Bowl, we're bringing them to Philadelphia on my. He could just let it go for one show. No, Frankie McDonald. Shout out Frankie McDonald. Everybody should go follow her. Follow him on fucking Twitter. I swear to God, if the Eagles are in the Super Bowl, I'm flying him from Cindy, Nova Scotia, down to Philadelphia. He will be. Maybe he can give a live a, a live weather report for Glendale. You never know. Him and yeah, Rob absolutely. together. Rob's going to give the weather report for Philly. Yeah, well, Frank me and him will each get... get a pair of, like, short shorts, and we could do weather reports leading up to the Super Bowl. <laughs> this, is, this is bonerific. I'm down. <laughs> I'll bring and my Eagles the... 90s fanny pack. On that note, go subscribe to the Pulse Sports Network.
on YouTube and follow us on Twitter. Until mm -hmm. next time, for Bobcat, for Rob, take care, brush your hair, and we'll see you after a while.